Hello and welcome. So excited to have you here. So excited for today's session. We're going to be talking all about how to accelerate your lead flow with paid marketing, right? And, and it used to be when we thought paid marketing, really what we thought of was Google ads, right? It was like, oh, I'm going to run Google ads. And that's what I mean by paid marketing. Um, really, in today's environment, when you think about your plumbing, HVAC, electrical business, there's lots of different paid marketing strategies that you want to be paying attention to, that you want to be plugging into. And so really, yes, it's Google ads, it's local service ads, it's, it's retargeting, it's social media. And so on today's session, we're going to be talking about what we're finding is working best with plumbing, HVAC, and electrical home service contractors to generate the leads and have accelerated growth within their business by properly implementing these strategies. And we'll talk a little bit about you know where you might want to double down on certain marketing strategies and where you might want to pull back. So um, if you're excited for today and ready to take on some new information and get some new insights, give me a one in the comments just so I know that you're there and that you're hearing me and that you're seeing me correctly. Um, here's what we're going to cover on today's session. Um, and I, I've spent a lot of time kind of rethinking this, recrafting it to try and make it as relevant for you guys, the owners of plumbing HVAC home service companies as possible. So uh, number one, we're going to talk about why um, paid marketing is the ultimate strategy in terms of scalability for your lead flow and really why you want to have paid search as part of what you're doing for your company. Um, we're going to talk about what's working best in paid in today's market. Like I said, we've got local service ads, we've got Google ads, we've got Facebook and TikTok, like what's actually working right now to keep the phone ringing, to keep the trucks running. Um, I'll show you some real world examples of companies we work with. That's one thing I love to do on these sessions. Instead of just me talking theory, I'm going to talk theory and then I'm going to show you real clients. And so you're like, here's what we did with them. Here's the results they're getting. Um, and I'll show you a couple of examples of clients getting at least a five to 15 time return on investment through paid search. And I think that's important because sometimes we get this feeling that we're spent a lot of money, but there's no ROI. And I want to show you that when done correctly, it can absolutely have a great return on investment. Uh, and then without getting too into the weeds, I'm going to show you some of the key components and things you want to think about to structure your, your campaigns for the lowest cost per lead and the maximum return on investment. Um, and then we're going to talk about KPIs, right? There's some really cool innovation available now where instead of just saying like, okay, I spent money, I got some leads, where we can truly say, here's how much you spent, here's how many leads you generated, and by connecting with your um, with your dispatch platform, whether it's Service Titan or House Call Pro, uh, whatever platform you might use, as long as you're actually running the revenue through those platforms where we can show you the true return on investment. So type ROI in comments here if that sounds pretty cool because the, the tighter you are in knowing where your money went and what actually generated sales and where there's ROI, the closer you can get to moving from a slot machine, right? A slot machine, you put some money in, you, you kind of run it and you hope, hey, maybe I'll hit big. And, and a lot of times you don't versus a ATM where you know there's money there and you're going you're gonna to put in a dollar and you're going to take out more uh, on a very consistent basis. Really, that's what we want for you guys with your paid search marketing um, and everything else. Uh, so real quick, by way of introduction, my name is Josh Nelson. I'm the founder of Plumbing and HVAC SEO. I'm the author of How to Triple Your Sales by Getting Your Internet Marketing Right. Um, very active in a lot of the industry associations like QSC, Nextstar, Service Roundtable, CEO Warrior, um, and, and others. Uh, but I'd say more important than any of that stuff 
is at this point, I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of plumbing, HVAC, and electrical contractors in some of the most competitive markets across the country and been able to see them go from relative obscurity with their online marketing to the point where now they're the dominant players, many of them seeing over a million dollars in annualized revenue growth. Um, and so what I'm going to be sharing with you isn't based on theory. It's not based on a book I read somewhere. Uh, it's not you know based on a, a, a blog article that I read on SEO Journal or something like that. It's based on years of experience working with contractors just like you and really knowing what's working, what's not working, and where things have changed. And so that's why I think you can take a lot of stake in what we're sharing with you today. Now, this is what we do. We're on a mission to help 1,000 plumbing, HVAC, electrical companies triple their sales by getting their internet marketing right. We've got a full-service digital marketing agency um, with over 35 full-time employees. And so we do this all day, right? Building the websites, getting them ranked, writing the content, running the paid search campaigns, putting the tracking in place, optimizing the return on investment. So if at some point in this process, you're like, Josh sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Maybe I should just hire him to help us with this. We'd love the opportunity to talk. Uh, I think Christian just dropped the link. If you go to plumberseo.net slash schedule, um, we will we'll schedule a time. And our, our meetings aren't sales calls. They're like, we do an analysis of your current website, your current rankings, and we'll be able to show you, here's what's good, here, here's where there's room for improvement. Um, and again, no pressure, right? We love doing this type of review for companies like you because this is what we do all day long. So- um, let's get into it. Like talking today about paid search, it really fits into the greater um, accelerated growth model, which our mission is to show you very consistently how you can triple your sales by getting your internet marketing right over the next 12 to 24 months. And we, we've developed what we call the accelerated growth model. And it really talks about these three key pillars, right? In, in order to triple your sales, regardless if you're at a million dollars right now, $10 million right now, it really comes down to three things. Uh, we've got to drive leads, and there's lots of channels for driving leads, SEO, paid search, database, remarketing, and things like that. We've got to maximize conversion, right? which means we've got to be able to convert traffic into leads and then leads into jobs and then jobs into repeat customers. So we've got to maximize conversion. We do that with our website reputation and automation, like leveraging some of the latest automation technology available. Uh, and then we've got to optimize the results. Uh, which means maybe we got to increase the total spend. Maybe we've got to dial in the average cost per lead and make sure it makes financial sense. Uh, and, and really, we've got to know what the ROI is and figure out what marketing channel we're plugging into generates the best results. And so this is the big picture of all the things we believe you need to do to truly accelerate your growth. Again, a lot of times it's like, hey, if I want to go from a million to five million, I need to spend a little bit more in my marketing. I need to put more into my paid search. I need to put more money on the table. And as long as there's an ROI associated with that, it can be a multiplier for your growth. So today, what we're talking about on this grand scheme of things is just this piece right here. We're going to be talking all about paid search and the different paid strategies where you can invest to get more exposure, to get more leads, and to get more, more book jobs and more revenue for your business. Um, so this is just another way of presenting that same information and kind of zeroing in on paid search. Hopefully you've seen some of the other sessions that I put on around how to set up your website for conversion, how to leverage automation, um, how to get ranked organically. And if that's a topic of interest for you, you can just type that in comments or reach out to us if you're watching this after the fact, and we can grab that 
recording and, and get it to you so that you've got the information that you need right at the moment. So give me a yes or a one in the comments if you're ready to get into paid search and like some of the key things you need to be thinking about from a paid search marketing perspective. Okay. So first of all, why should why should paid even be part of your internet marketing strategy, right? I mean, let's face it, we all love organic and I'm a huge fan of non-paid results, right? Word of mouth coming up in the non-paid listings on Google. Average cost per lead for that is practically nothing, right? And it's, it's really usually high quality leads. But the reality is there are reasons as you look to grow and as you look to scale to make sure that you've got a paid component to your digital marketing strategy. Um, number one is that it gives you the ability to show up quickly. Um, you know, with organic, and, and like, let's just say we're going to focus on getting a website and getting it ranked. With organic, it takes time, right? We've got to build that website. We've got to get the domain indexed. We've got to build links and relevance. And while it's got a great long tail, um, it takes some time, right? It's usually going to take at least three to six months to see great momentum from organic perspective. The beauty of paid search, whether local service ads or pay-per-click, um, or even like, some of the, the pay-per-lead services, is you can start to take advantage quickly. You can put some money behind it and start getting leads tomorrow, as opposed to three months from now. Um, the other reason I really think it should be part of your strategy is we want to show up in all of the places your customer is looking. Um, the beauty of especially paid search and local service ads and things like that is it's a very directional mechanism. Your customer has a problem, right? The, the electrical is not working. The heater is, is you know, not, not working correctly. The, the plumbing is clogged. They've got a problem. And so they've gone to their phone or they've gone to their desktop and they're looking like, I need a plumber in my area. How to unclog my drain emergency plumber near me, right? They've got a problem. And so we want to do everything we can to make sure we're coming up in the results in paid, in organic, on the paid directory listing so that we're getting that customer when they're in their moment of need. So really, really important that you've got that as part of your strategy. The other thing that I like with paid search is it gives us the opportunity to show up for things that we could potentially come up for organically, right? A lot of our organic strategy would include terms like your city plus plumber, your city plus drain cleaning, your city plus water heater repair, right? We're optimizing for the local market. Um, with paid search, we can come up for, even if the customer just typed in plumber in my area or plumber or whatever AC repair, indoor air quality. And so we can expand our reach outside of some of the more localized terms we might be able to come up with organically. Um, and, and I think really the ultimate reason paid search should be part of your strategy is unlimited scalability, right? There's a certain point at which you saturate all of your organic channels. Let's say you're coming up really good organically for most of the, the keywords, but you still don't have enough lead flow to keep the trucks running and to consistently be able to add new trucks as you're recruiting great technicians and you're getting them ready to rock and roll. You need a knob that you can turn. Hey, I've got a new truck coming on. What's the knob I can turn? Well, if you've got your paid strategy dialed in and you're getting a good return on investment, you can say ready for that next truck and you can turn that knob and make sure that you've got the volume um, that you need in order to keep the trucks running and the business booming. So just give me a yes if that makes sense in terms of why we want to make sure that we've got paid search as part of our overall strategy. Um, I've got a visual here. It may be hard to see from, from the screen, but 
you know, really when you run a Google search, you've got local service ads, you've got the, the paid ads, you've got the map listings. And when it comes to paid search, especially, uh, we want to drive to a landing page that is built to, to like eliminate a lot of the decision that they need to make. Like on your organic website, and go back and watch the how to set your website up for maximum conversion, there's lots going on, right? We're talking about our reviews. We've got links to all of our different services. Maybe we've got some videos and things like that. When it comes to paid search, we want to give them one decision and we want to make it very linear. And I'm going to be getting into that in the next couple of minutes and the next couple of minutes as we go. So specific to paid search and your paid search strategy, um, really what we have is, or, or paid marketing, I should say, we've got paid search, paid social, and then you know pay-per-lead services and directories. And again, this is kind of how it's expanded because for a long time, in-home services, when it came to paid marketing online, it was mainly just Google ads, right? Maybe Bing ads if you're you know, feeling a little bit creative, right? But it has really expanded the pie and the different places where we can spend money and generate leads and generate service calls and have a consistent flow of deals. So when it comes to paid search, yes, Google ads is still kind of the bread and butter. It's still the main thing that you can turn on, you can run effectively, and you can drive outcomes. Second to that is local service ads, which we're all familiar with, like the Google Guaranteed Program. Um, you want to be maxing out your local service ads in your service area. And I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the things you can do to, to dial that in. But I would say prioritize local service ads, put as much budget towards that as you can. Usually you can't spend all of the money on the local service ads. And so then have all of the remainder then going to your Google ads um, and retargeting. So it's super important. I'm going, to, I'm going to show a visual for this. But if we're driving traffic through paid search and through local service ads, even though they don't wind up on your site for local service ads, if we're driving traffic, we want to make sure that we've got retargeting in place so that our banner ads, so that our social ads are showing up in front of the customer um, again and again and again. Uh, and that's because not everybody converts immediately. Like some people, they're looking for a, an AC replacement. They, they land on your site. They're still thinking about it. They want to do a little bit more research. Very cost effectively through retargeting, we can remain top of mind and we can get back in front of that customer. So that's paid search. From there, we've got paid social. And this is more brand strategy. Uh, but you kind of, as you grow and as you scale to the next level, you know, you might want to be doing some Facebook ads, some YouTube ads, even TikTok ads, because you can saturate the local market. You can gain top of mind awareness. Um, again, I always lead with paid search. And as you like, as you have dominated that part of the equation, you can layer on uh, paid social as well. Um, and then, of course, there's your pay, pay, pay per lead and pay per directory services like Angie, which I know a lot of you guys don't love, but is still a viable option. Uh, Yelp, Nextdoor, Thumbtack, eLocal. Um, and you know the nice thing about these paid directories and these pay-per-lead services, um, you're only paying per lead. Some people use those services as their main mechanism. Like we're finding a lot of markets, uh, customers are going straight to Thumbtack, right? They just use Thumbtack. That's the place they look for these services and you pay on a per lead. And so by plugging into these sources, you're going to get another placeholder typically in the search results, right? So let's say you come up in guaranteed and you come up in paid and then you come up in the organic results. 
you know, usually either your Angie's listing or your Thumbtack listing can actually come up or those sites come up very prominently. So it gives you another hook in the market to show up where your customers are looking. So take it a different way. If you think about, you know, that's the, the paid search model, um, take it another way. I'm going to kind of show you how you would stack this and how I would suggest approaching all of these different paid strategies. So down at the bottom of a, of a hierarchy of your, of your strategy would be organic, right? Don't just come in to the digital marketing sphere and say, hey, I'm just going to do paid. Like I'm going to do Facebook ads. And I'm going to do Google ads and we're going to go crazy with it. I still believe the foundation of your marketing strategy is organic, right? Because you need to be coming up in the non-paid listings. Your average cost believe is so much less. Um, and I've got lots of great content on what you need to do with your website to get it ranked. If you need that, just let us know. But that's that's the foundation. Moving up from there, as you look to grow and generate more results, you want to make sure you're tapping the local service ads and Google ads, right? Those two and, and Bing ads, as more and more people start to move towards Bing because they like ChatGPT and things being baked into it, we're seeing a lot of people shifting towards Bing. So don't sleep on Bing. Uh, but local service ads would be first and then paid search ads, right? Because your, your average cost per lead on local service ads or Google guaranteed, we're finding is, is lower and the quality of the conversion is, is super high. You want to do both, but max out your local service ads. Hopefully that makes sense. So from here, as you've got your paid search running, and we'll talk about some things you want to do on paid search to really run it effectively, I think you want to make sure that you've got retargeting and automation in play at the same time. Because if you're getting people to your website organically, you're getting people to your website through, through paid search, we know that you're only going to be converting like 30 to 40% on the high side, which means 50 to 60% of the visitors to your site were in your local area. They were looking for your services. They just didn't call. They just didn't convert. And so through retargeting, we can remain top of mind with those customers so that they remember us. So that when they do finally make the, the call, and make the conversion, they they see your ads. And I'll talk about how to set retargeting it up, why it's so important, um, but it actually serves two purposes, right? It's gonna help you convert more of the traffic that you incurred the cost to get, but it will also help you remain top of mind with your existing customer base. So they're more likely to use you again, to refer you to their friend, which can have a viral effect. Um, and now in tandem to that, if you're running organic and you're running paid, you have to be leveraging automation, uh, which is, using automation to follow up with your leads quickly so that when someone calls in or when they submit a request or when they start a chat, they get dropped onto a pipeline. They get followed up with immediately via phone, email, and SMS. We're finding that when properly executed, um, automation can double or triple the conversion rate of your leads into book jobs and into money. And so the better your conversion rates are, the better your outcomes. Hopefully this is making sense. I just want to kind of give you guys a stacking order for this. Somebody give me like a yes or a one in the comments if you're still tracking along with me. So we've got organic, we've got paid and local. From there, you do want to make sure you're plugging into those paid online directories. So, um, you know, you don't want to talk about Angie's List, Thumbtack, eLocal Plumber, um, and, and some of those paid per lead services. The nice thing about some of those paid per lead services is you can ratchet them up and ratchet them down. So if for some reason you've got parked trucks, the paid search isn't generating what you need, you, you know, your paid per lead, you can kind of turn that up as needed. Now, at the very top of the hierarchy, we're starting to think about branding, 
right? And there is absolutely a place for being the known contractor in your market, right? All of this is directional. Like somebody's looking not for you, but they're looking for a service, right? And we want to show up when they're looking for that service, when they're looking to solve that problem. <laughs> Branding is we just want to get in front of the marketplace and become the contractor of choice, where they see our trucks, they see our value proposition, they see our name, get that top of mind awareness. And so that's to me where social ad ads come into play, whether that's Facebook ads, TikTok ads, YouTube ads, you can put a pin around your local market. You can say, I want to make sure that my ads are being served to the homeowners in this market that are making over $120,000 per year. And I just want them to see me again and again and again and again. Um, and as you grow, you know, let's say north of 5 million and you look to go 10, 20 million, oftentimes the, the category killer in your market, the one that's doing 20, 30, $50 million per year, they're not just reliant on directional advertising at that point. Like they've shifted to becoming the brand, to creating awareness so that they can bypass somebody even looking. They're just like, hey, I, I'm in a performance plan with this company. I'm going to call them, right? And so, you know, less than 10 million, you want to be prioritizing down here. I think north of 10 million, you know, you want to start looking at more brand advertising and things like that. Give me, give me a yes in the comments if this tracks. Um, but I'd say for most of us, we want to focus organic, local service ads and Google ads, some of these paper lead directories. And we absolutely want to make sure we've got a retargeting and our automation dialed in. Hopefully some good takeaways here. Hopefully you guys are tracking along with me. Um, I'm getting some comments in here. So the first thing I said, the, the first thing you want to focus on is local service ads. And so if we run a search right now, um, whatever your city is, Dallas drain cleaning, Dallas water heater repair, the thing that comes up at the top is the Google guaranteed listings, the local service ad listings. Um, and you want to be playing in this game. I think all of you want to be playing in this game. Type LSA in the comments if you're already running local service ads. Um, or no in the comments if you're not. It just helps me get a good sense. I think most of you probably are. Um, but you know, either way, I'll talk a little bit about some things you need to, to kind of pay attention to to get the best outcomes with your local service ad. So we search San Francisco Plumber up at the top, that initial band on organic and on, uh, I mean, on, um, on desktop and mobile is what comes up very, very first. Um, what you want to do, first of all, you want to get set up the there's a basic process where you go in, you tell Google, hey, I want to serve this area, and they're going to do some background checks. You got to submit some data to them to, to kind of get approved in their Google guaranteed. From there, you need to make sure you dial in your service area profile and your budget. Lots of gotchas here. It's, it's kind of a simple WYSIWYG platform, but there's lots of little things that you can do to maximize your flow and maximize your uptime in the rotation of only three results in that in that listing. Um, number three, and, and what probably most overlooked by those of you that aren't running local service ads yet, is making sure that you mark the jobs as booked. So it's a pay-per-call mechanism. Somebody runs a search, they call your number, either by clicking it or by actually dialing it. That gets tracked and it gets flown into the, the Google LSA dashboard. And you're, you'll see a list of all of the leads that were generated. The contractors that are listening to those calls and marking the outcomes, either as I booked this job, I didn't book this job, or this was a non-qualified lead that needs to be credited back to me, um, are getting 
they're going to get most of the leads, right? So over time, if Google gives you 50, 60, 70, 100 leads through local service ads, and you don't have somebody looking and marking the outcomes, eventually Google's going to look at you as a non-responsive participant, and they're going to start to rotate those leads to the other contractors. This is really important that you mark your jobs. Um, deal with disputes, right? You know, you only have to pay for the leads that you do get. And so just make sure, I mean, the leads that are qualified in your service area. So make sure you you have somebody disputing the non-qualified leads. Um, number four, it's super important, is to drive verified reviews. You want reviews, not even just Google reviews that you would get, like if you were sending an email after the service call through um, you know, Pulsam or through Nearby Now or through whatever platform you use. Um, there's a, a, a spot in the dashboard on local service ads where you can say this job was booked and request a review. And those reviews come in as verified reviews on local service ads. And you want to drive as many of those as you can. And so I really believe to, to be effective with this, you want somebody to set the profile up correctly. You want somebody that's listening to those calls and rating the outcomes and closing the loop in the dashboard. And then you want somebody pushing the review request manually. Unfortunately, at this point, it has to be manually um, to drive more verified reviews. And then you want to be targeting an 85% booking rate. This is just, there's a metrics dashboard that you have within local service ads where you can see what percentage of the leads actually got booked or marked as booked. Um, and so this is something you want to manage for in the reporting right within local service ads. And so little things go a long way on this particular front. Um, number one, I would say, be sure you're playing local service ads. If you haven't already, get the background check, get yourself you know, guaranteed and get into the rotation. Expand the budget. Like really, if, you're getting, if you've got four grand dedicated to it right now, up it to 10. It's not all going to spend usually, but you need to make sure that you get that money so that you can be in the rotation. And then make sure that you get somebody that understands how to set the profile up correctly, optimize the profile, and close out the outcomes. This is something we do as a standalone service and that we can do for you if, if you're one of our clients. Like We will manage this entire process for you. Christian, I don't know if you have the link. I think it's plumberseo.net slash LSA. If you're interested in talking specifically about having us help you optimize your outcomes with local service ads, we can definitely help you with that. Yep, Christian just dropped in <coughs> the link. So that's local service ads. Number two is Google ads, right? And I really think you want to be sure that you're optimizing your outcomes. Again, we're, we're showing up in the paid results, in the paid listings, and then we're sending them straight to an optimized landing page that matches what we're looking for. And I'm going to show you exactly what I mean. You should be able to really be clear mm -hmm. with local service ads. Let me know in, in comments here. This is a good spot for engagement. Um, run, like type in PPC if you're currently running Google ads or you've run Google ads at some point in the future or in the past, I should say. All right, Dan's running PPC a lot. I mean, I would say most of you have probably run PPC at some point. Um, what I find when I talk with a lot of contractors is they've spent money on PPC, they didn't get a good return on investment, and they feel like, man, like PPC is a waste of money. It's like flushing, flushing money down the toilet because I'm spending $1,000 or $2,000 or $5,000, and maybe I generate enough leads to cover my cost if I'm lucky, but most of the time it's a negative ROI. And 
I want to kind of talk about why most PPC campaigns fail and what you can do differently in order to generate a tangible, measurable return on investment from your, from your Google ads specifically. Um, I think one of the main reasons most campaigns fail is because they, they fail to understand the Google ads auction process. They don't understand that it's not just about who spends the most per click on Google. It really, there's a quality score in play and a relevancy factor in play that impacts what you're going to pay in order to be in the top position. And so knowing that there's very specific things you can do differently to generate better outcomes. So first of all, it's not understanding that that's the way that it works. Second of all, it's it's thinking as plumbing or HVAC or electrical is just one service item. So there's a lot, a lot of the bigger companies you might've dealt with, and I'm not gonna say any names, um, but maybe like the massive companies that you've dealt with that they came in, they had great conversation with you. About, oh, we're gonna set these landing pages. We're gonna track the ROI and your phone's gonna ring off the hook. They don't understand that within plumbing, it's not just <clears throat> plumbing, right? And it's just regardless of what they type, plumber, plumbing, drain cleaning, water heaters, differential sewer replacement, repiping, right? Uh, with AC, AC repair, AC repair, heating repair, indoor air quality, they, like, they would just like put all of those keywords and say, hey, we're, we're running ads for everything without breaking it down and having a different ad group for each of those different terms, having a different landing page and text ads for each of those terms. And so it's really like, this is the big mistake. I see a lot of people doing it themselves, doing it with an in-house you know, individual that doesn't understand how to set it up properly or dealing with a big company is that they set up one ad group for all of the stuff and they're sending traffic basically to the homepage. So we're not using specific text ads and landing pages. There's no strong call to action on the landing page. Here's the deal. If we're driving traffic and we're spending $17, $29, $50 per click, we better make sure that we're retargeting the person when they get to the page and that when they do get to the page, it's got a strong call to action that matches exactly what they were looking for. And so here's the recipe for failure as I look at a lot of these campaigns is when I'm taking all of the terms, plumbing, emergency, drain cleaning, garbage disposal, and we're sending it right to the homepage, right? And we're, and we're not able to track the conversions. We're not able to push it back to Google Ads. We're not converting that traffic at the level that it needs to be done. Um, and so there's some very specific things you can do differently to generate better results. Um, and because I hear so often from plumbing HVAC home service companies that they tried Google ads and they didn't get a return on investment, I'm going to show some, some, some case studies of our actual clients and show you the actual data and show you that you can absolutely get a five to 15 time return on investment from Google ads. And so one of the companies we work with is Cardinal. Um, you know, they're a plumbing HVAC electrical company that we work with. And um, here's our, our dashboards. We're very close with data. Like we want to be able to show how much did you spend? How many leads did you generate? What's your average cost per lead? And so you can see here, it's about a $12,000 investment. That would be our management fee, you know, plus the spend on Google ads. We track everything. So we get 936 leads for an average cost per lead of $12.82. And we can see like 223 came directly from organic. And I'm a big, big believer in organic. Um, 224 from Google ads, pay-per-click, um, and 387 from, from Google Maps, right? And so if we want to drill down on this and say, let's look specifically at the Google ad campaign. 
So total spend that went to Google ads directly was $9,000. And from there, we had 224 leads. That's an average cost per lead of $40 per lead, uh, which, which is a great measurable, winnable number on a, on a per lead basis. And so if we plot this out, we kind of do the math and really look at, is this making it rain for the client? Is this generating return on investment? 224 leads, average conversion rate of about 40%, right? Everyone knows sometimes you're higher than that, sometimes you're lower than that, but that's a lead comes in, what percentage is converting? So let's just using 40% in this case. That's 224 at a 40% conversion rate would be 89 booked jobs. Um, let's say the average ticket was 750. And I know if you're Nextstar or CEO Warrior or even Service Roundtable, your average ticket is higher than this. But just if you use 750 as the average, that's 89 jobs at 750, $66,000 in collected revenue. That's a seven-time return on investment if you just kind of do the math on that. And so this is a real-world example of an HVAC contractor. We'd love to see that number greater. But I believe as long as you're seeing at least a three-time return on investment, dollars spent to revenue generated, you can continue to scale that up. We, we shoot for a minimum of three times and we're targeting at least a five-time return on investment from our Google Ads campaigns. Uh, here's a company we work with in Miami, Florida, Falcon Plumbing. Um, you can see here $6,000 spend, 444 leads, $14.28 per lead. You kind of see where those leads break down. If you look specifically at the at the paid portion of this, 3,800 towards paid, 237 book, you know, uh, you know, generated calls, $16 per, per, per lead. I mean, if you do the math, 237 leads at a 40% 40 close ratio, $550 average ticket in this particular case, that's $51,000 in revenue. That's a 13-time return on investment. And so I could show a bunch of examples like this. I just wanted to feature a couple. Um, just type case study in comments if it's helpful to see some real case study data. Um, you know, just validating, like if you do this right, and I'm going to show you exactly what to do, um, you can get a tangible, measurable return on investment from your Google ads. So let's talk about, a little bit about how to structure your ads for maximum return on investment. Uh, number one, you have to have conversion tracking. Like this is mission critical. If you're running Google ads, if you're running Bing ads, you need to be able to see not just that you got some leads, but conversion tracking that flows back into the platform so that you know which ad group, which keyword generated it so that you can optimize and you can let some of the automations optimize the outcomes. Your ad campaigns have to be broken into smaller ad groups. So, you know, I'll, I'll show some examples of this, but plumbing needs to be separate from emergency plumbing, it needs to be separate from indoor air quality, right? You want to break up your ad groups with very specific keywords, very specific text ads, and very specific landing pages to truly optimize your outcome. Got to have the right match types. I don't want to get too technical. I'm going to focus on the 80-20, but you can get yourself in a lot of trouble using broad match and modified broad match. You really need to make sure that whoever's running your campaign understands the different match types for keywords and that they're, they're also negating certain words. Right? One of the biggest gotchas I see is we're running a campaign. It feels like it's pretty well optimized, but there's no negative keywords. So somebody might type in plumbing job, right? And you might get a bunch of clicks for that, but the person wasn't looking for plumbing services. They're literally a plumber looking for a job. And so there's a lot of examples like that. We've got hundreds of words on our negative keyword list. So super important that you understand match types 
and that you're negating the non-relevant terms. The way that you write your text ad is really important, right? Because a lot of your a lot of your quality score is based on how many times did your ad come up, what's the click-through rate on your ad, and what's the relevancy of the landing page. And so if you don't have a good tech, a good text ad that's making people want to click you, your click-through rate is going to be lower. With a lower click-through rate, your relevancy score is going to be lower. Your quality score is going to be lower. You're going to wind up spending more on a per-click basis than you need to. Um, and then we want to make sure we leverage text ad extensions. Google gives us lots of little widgets we can play with. We can add little elements that make our ads stand out even more on the page. And super important, I, I talked about this briefly, but you've got to make sure that you're driving the traffic, not to the homepage, but to a very specific style of landing page. Um, we're finding that landing page versus homepage generates about a two-time better conversion from visitor to lead, especially from paid search. So you know you want specific landing pages for the different ad groups that you're running. This will have a huge impact. It takes a lot of extra energy. It takes a lot of extra mapping in terms of which keyword goes to which landing page, but it really does generate a lower cost per lead and a better return on investment, which is what makes this whole engine per, right? It's very easy to set this up incorrectly, spend a bunch of money, not get enough leads and have a negative ROI, at which point you got to come out from that rotation and not even be in the game anymore. So that's super important. And then you should always be split testing, tweaking and fine tuning. The, the thing with Google ads is it's not set and forget it, right? You can't just set up your ad groups, set your bids and call it a day. You should always have two versions of your text ads running so that you can figure out which one converts best. And by doing that over time, you can constantly be improving your click-through rate, which is improving your quality score, which is improving your average cost per click, which is going to reduce your average cost per lead. You should also be really split testing your landing page, which version of the landing page converts best, right? And over time, you do the same there. And if you can improve your ads and then you can improve your landing page conversions, you can really optimize this over time. I'm trying to go a little bit more in depth on this than I do typically. I know I don't want to go so deep that I'm I'm losing all of you, but I, I want to give enough depth. You're like, okay, I see some things I could change. Just give me a one in the comments if this is helpful and you're kind of tracking along with me. Love to get some feedback for, from those of you that are on with us live. So out of all of that, the main thing I would say is if you don't have conversion tracking in place, don't spend money on, on Google Ads, right? It, you know, it's very hard to, to generate an ROI even when you've got this dialed in. Um, and so make sure you got this in place or make sure that the contractor you're working with, the agency, the service provider understands this and really has it tracked in a super, super specific way. Um, conversion tracking essentials, like at, at a minimum, you want to have dynamic number swapping for paid traffic versus organic traffic versus direct traffic, right? It's easy to put a tracking number on your website and say, okay, we got you know 227 website calls. That only gives you so much useful information. Really what we want to do is have a script so that depending upon if they got there from paid search or organic, a different number shows up, right? At a, at a minimum, you want to have that type of number swapping in place. And there's lots of great services for this, whether it's um, call rail or what converts. Um, we do this in, in Conversion Amp. 
You want to be able to have a script so that you can see which calls came from which channel. This helps you identify what's actually working. The next level beyond that would be to have a keyword pool specifically for your Google ads. Because if you're bidding on a bunch of different keywords and you've got a bunch of different ad groups, you need to be able to tell Google which ad group actually generated a lead so that you can push that data back into the system. Um, and so with a keyword pool, basically you've got like six or seven numbers that rotate, right? And if you had tons of traffic, you might need more. But usually even four numbers rotating gives you the ability to timestamp to figure out which keyword did they type, which ad group generated the lead, and you can push that back through. So um, I think most digital marketing agencies should have not just call tracking in place for you guys, but you should have a, a dynamic number pool so that we can truly identify which campaigns are generating the results. We should have web form tracking. More and more of your customers have moved from wanting to call in to wanting to book directly online, uh, to submit a form, to start a two-way chat. And so you want to make sure that you've got that tracked as a lead that goes back into your tracking um, and that's really important that you're not just tracking this to look at it manually. The data needs to be flowing back into Google so that you, you're passing that type of data back to make better decisions through your manual calculations. And ultimately, over time, as AI gets smarter and smarter so that you can feed Google, hey, I spent five grand, we generated 227 leads. These were the ad groups that generated those outcomes. Help me. Bart, Google's automation, helped me figure out how to optimize my five grand to get the best return on investment. And so that's why having this conversion tracking is so important. Um, KPIs, right? As you think about running this correctly and, and really dialing in your paid search strategy, it's important to know what your key performance indicators are. So you can know, hey, are we doing good? Are we doing bad? Do we need to go adjust something? Uh, what we're shooting for, obviously, we need to very easily be able to say, how much did I spend? Right? If my budget is 10 grand, have I spent my 10 grand? Am I over or am I under? Total spend, very easy to track. Average cost per click, right? What's it costing me every time somebody clicks? And this varies on a market by market basis, right? LA is going to be much different than Tupelo, right? Um, but you need to know, like, is, is it costing me $19 every time somebody clicks or is it costing me $1.50, right? Depending upon your quality score, depending upon you know, the relevancy of your, of your campaign, your average cost per, per click should be comparatively less than the, the competition. Uh, and then most importantly, we really want to be optimizing for average cost per lead. And that's how many people called in, how many web forms were submitted, how many chats were initiated. Um, and what we're finding, kind of a benchmark to shoot for in today's market with locals, with Google ads specifically, plumbing is going to be somewhere between $50 to $90 per lead. Right, and it's going to vary if it's a repiping search versus a water heater search. That's kind of the average. Uh, we're finding a water heater installation lead is going to be somewhere between $100 and $250 per lead. Um, drain cleaning has tons of competition because you've got the drain specific companies um, somewhere between $50 and $100 on the high side in, in very competitive markets. Of course, we all know. If you're a smart plumbing company, you can take a train, a drain lead and convert it into a very high transaction value on the back end. It can be very profitable. Um, on HVAC, somewhere between $90 and $175 per lead. 
Repairs and maintenance is less. It's going to be somewhere between $85 and $150 per lead. Um, installation replacement between $100 and $200 per lead. And it's important that you don't just try and bucket your, your average cost per lead. And that's why these breakdowns are important because let's face it, is an install, somebody looking to replace their system more valuable to you than a, a repair? And the answer is absolutely. So knowing that, you can shift your budget and say, hey, I'll spend a little bit more, um, you know, I'll shoot for a little bit more average cost per lead as long as I know I'm going to get this bigger job on the back end. Uh, and then electrical is going to be between $35 to, um, to $75 per lead. That's kind of the range that we shoot for. Hopefully this is helpful. This is our latest data in terms of what we're seeing is the average cost per lead for these various services. And of course, we work with over 175 plumbing, HVAC, electrical contractors across the country. So this is a very good data set across this. Um, across this. But really, in my mind, th these benchmarks are helpful. But the most important thing, the most important metric you're shooting for in your paid search campaign is return on investment, right? Who cares if it costs you $300 to generate a, a, a lead if it generated a $3,500 installation or a $10,000 installation on the back end. So I really internally am focused. How do we structure these campaigns? How do we get the average cost per lead as low as possible? But more important is that we're all on the same page. If we want to grow, we want to triple our sales. That's about revenue. It's not even about the number of leads. And so let's focus on the return on investment. And so you want to make sure that you or whoever you're working with can show you a dashboard where you can easily see how much did we spend? How many leads did we generate from that? What was our average cost per lead? And, and kind of move towards optimization of that. Kind of the next level beyond that is making sure that you've got your phone calls ringing in to your system in a way that you can see, all right, how much did we spend? How many leads came in? And what actual revenue was generated? Not a projection, but actual revenue. And so initially, when, when Service Titans set up their, their marketing scorecards, that was the idea, right? Here's our, our pay-per-click number. How many of those calls and leads generated revenue? And so that's the next level up. I'm really excited to say we actually now have a, a, a next level reporting mechanism where we can take a feed directly from Service Titan or House Call Pro and hopefully some other platforms as they come online um, and really be able to show you not guesstimates, but true matched and booked jobs and booked revenue automatically. And so that's where a lot of the struggle has been with Service Titan. The data is there, but you got to manually figure it out. You got to manually calculate it. And it's very hard to ascertain, like, is that accurate? You know, is it is it showing me the real data? And so with our, with our updated reporting platform, and this comes at a premium because there's a large cost associated with implementing it and, and really keeping it up to date, um, you can see how many leads came in, how many active customers, what matched back to Service Titan or to House Call Pro, how much revenue was actually generated. Like, and this is based on dispatch revenue through your platform. And what's our return on investment? And this is a real, this is a real client. Like, this is one of the clients we work with, uh, where you can see what they spent, 12 grand, what actual revenue was generated, which is $126,000. It's a 4,000% ROI, not based on theory, but based on the real tracking. So type ROI, that's pretty cool. If you like, especially as you get to over a million, over 5 million, the better your, your ROI tracking is, 
the more you can you can grow, right? The more you can really confidently expand your 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 horizons. Um, and so that, and then you know, some cool things we can do is we can drill down by zip code how much revenue was actually generated from the online marketing strategy based on zip code. What are the zip codes that generate the best return on investment? Um, where did the money come from? How much of it came from organic versus you know our actual advertising versus other advertising channels? Really excited about this and really excited about bringing this to the plumbing, HVAC, home service industry and really taking us one step beyond just guessing our ROI or kind of projecting our ROI to truly tying it back to actual customers and actual booked revenue. Um, so again, I, I don't want to get too, too technical here, but I do want to give you some specifics. Again, we want to break our campaigns down into very specific um, groups. So you want to have a brand campaign. And you know you can argue with me on this, but if someone's typing in your actual company, let's say your company is Valley Plumbing and you're in, in Salt Lake City, Utah, if somebody types in Valley Plumbing, you don't want your competition up there. You want to make sure you're up there and you're coming up organically. And then your secondary and third listings are coming up. And so you want to have a brand campaign, a general plumbing campaign. So this is they're looking for plumber, plumbing services, plumbing, um, hydrojetting, drain cleaning, break that down. I don't want to get too specific. Water heaters, all of the different water heater repair, replacement, tankless water heaters, stew repair, trenchless repiping. Um, and this is what I mean. Each one of these categories would be a separate ad group. And you do the same thing with an AC, AC repair, AC installation. AC maintenance, right? And you break down those specific ad groups. And so within Google ads, if you look at it, you've got brand geo, you've got plumbing, you've got all of the different services. And then if you drill into that, you can see within, let's say, drain cleaning, we've got a whole set of keywords that we're specifically using that would spawn that particular ad group. And then we've got text ads. And again, we want to have at least two text ads that we're constantly rotating to see which has a higher close ratio or higher conversion rate from you know, search to click. This impacts your quality score. It impacts your, your average cost per click, which is going to impact your average cost per lead. So like in this case, the one on top is a 70% versus 29%. So we can optimize for that to generate better results and better outcomes. Um, some of our best performing text ads, again, I don't want to get too into the weeds, uh, but where you can really make sure that you've got compelling copy that sells the click, sells the reason they want to click on your ad versus the competition. It can have a huge impact, again, on your outcomes, on your conversion rates. Um, this is what our best converting text ad looks like on mobile. Um, from there, text ad to landing page, we want specific landing pages for the different thing, right? If they typed in drain cleaning, we want them to land on a page that talks about drain cleaning and makes a specific offer for drain cleaning. So like this is one of our, our company's colonial plumbing. And you can see, obviously it scrolls from here, but you've got a really nice page that doesn't have a lot going on. It says local service, special offer, phone number. And then down here on the left is a web form. You wanna make sure that you're driving traffic to very specific pages like this not the homepage on your website. And so like, same thing, right? here's the drain version of this. And if you scroll down, you'll see the drain specific content and why somebody would want to contact them. This serves two purposes. It matches what the person typed to the actual landing page. That's going to improve relevancy and quality score.
but then it also is more compelling for the person searching because they're like, man, I was looking for drain cleaning. I clicked an ad that talked about drain cleaning. It says, hey, we're the local drain cleaning experts. And it speaks all about drain cleaning. And there's a drain cleaning offer. That is one of the reasons these convert as well as they do. And so from a broader sense, like this is a format we found works really well. Headline in the top left, that's about the service offer that they can click on that makes them want to choose you versus the competition that's relevant to the situation, um, a web form they can fill in, and a very simple call to action. Now, if you scroll down, there's testimonials and everything else. The key is to make sure that it's congruent with what they typed in, and it doesn't give them 100 decisions, right? If they typed in drain cleaning, we want them to call about drain cleaning or schedule a call specific around drain cleaning. Hopefully that makes sense. Give me a one in the comments if, if that makes sense. Um, it's not lost on me that most of you guys on here run plumbing, HVAC, electrical companies, and you like to understand how this stuff works. You're not going to go in and personally run the campaign, right? Probably nobody on your team is going to personally get in and run the campaign. And so over the years, the question I get most often is like, what should I be asking my PPC contractor? What should I be asking to see if they're doing a good job or a bad job? And so I want to walk through some of the key things you want to ask a new provider you're considering, or maybe just go to your existing provider and ask, hey, just so I know, like, do you have these things in place? And so number one question I think you want to ask is how much of my money is going to Google ads versus your management fees, right? You need to know that number. Some companies, unfortunately, they'll say, hey, give us five grand a month and we're going we're gonna to run your campaigns. And if you were to ask, like, how much of that's going to Google ads? And how much is going to management? How much is going to retargeting? They're like, hey, don't worry about that. It's, it's all blended, right? And you can't really truly quantify your outcomes and manage your results if you don't know where the money's going. So I think this one's really important. You want to have that transparency to see how much, is it two grand going to Google ads and a thousand to retargeting? Is it, you know, five grand, you know, four grand going straight to you guys' pocket to manage this for me? How's this stuff being split up? Um, number two is what type of tracking do you guys have in place? Are you tracking the Google ads calls and the web conversions and pushing it back into the Google ad console? Like, do you have conversion tracking really, really fleshed out? Again, if they don't have that, that's going to put you in a major disadvantage versus the competition. Um, do they delineate paid pay-per-click versus organic calls, right? I think this is at the minimum, you should be able to see how many calls came in from organic versus pay-per-click. Um, how are you going to track our KPIs? Will I have some type of live dashboard where I can see how many leads we got and what our average cost per lead was and what our return on investment is? You want to make sure you've got access to those metrics. Um, are you setting up specific landing pages for each of the different categories of things somebody might type in? Can I see my landing pages? Show me. What does my drain page look like versus my water heater page versus my emergency plumbing page? Like, Show me those pages. Prove to me that that is broken down. Again, if you don't have specific landing pages, your relevancy score is going to be less, your conversion weight is going to be lower, which means you're going to pay more per lead and your conversion, your number of leads and, and revenue generated isn't going to be where it needs to be. Um, are you split testing your ads? Like for the drain stuff, do you have two ads running? Are you constantly trying to figure out which ad is outperforming? And are you optimizing to generate higher and higher click-through rates, higher and higher conversion rates for the ads that we're running? Um, are you leveraging the ad extensions to make our text ads kind of generate better results. Um, 
what are what are our what are our benchmarks? What are we shooting for? What's the average cost per lead that we're targeting? Do we know? Do we have something that we're that we're aiming for? Right? Ask for that data. Um, I think if you get those questions answered from your provider, you'll get some insights. Maybe, hey, look, they've got all this stuff in place and they're doing a great job, right? And their benchmarks make sense. That's wonderful. Um, if they don't, you know, there's probably money being spent that could be better utilized. Um, and if you're interested in talking with us and having us evaluate what you have in place, we'd love the opportunity to talk. Again, that's at plumberseo.net slash schedule. Well, we'll do a free evaluation to be able to show you exactly where there's things that are going well. Um, Cliff notes, things that we do different that most agencies don't, and it's part of the reason our, our campaigns perform as well as they do, um, you know, we do split out very, very aggressively the ad groups. Like this is what we do all day. And so we've been working in plumbing, HVAC, uh, and electrical for the last 10 plus years. We've run hundreds and hundreds of these campaigns. So we're very familiar with the services, with the ad groups, and kind of how to really break this down in a granular level. We have conversion, conversion optimized landing pages, and we change this every month. And we try and figure out which version of the landing page is going to outperform. And we're not doing that on a one-by-one -one basis. We're able to look at the aggregate of hundreds of, of plumbing HVC home service companies, and that lends to the outcomes we're able to bring to the table. Um, we have true conversion optimization, which means as we generate a lead, it pushes back to Google Ads, and we're, we're actually optimizing the campaign based on that data. Uh, we know what came from organic versus pay-per-click, you know, which keywords actually drove a call at which lead. This makes it possible to optimize the results and to generate better outcomes. Um, we give you a really cool dashboard where you can see your average cost per lead um, and your, your true return on investment. If you're willing to invest in the true data that matches to Service Titan or to House Call Pro, you'll be able to see the actual return on investment. Um, and we're completely transparent. So in our world, you know how much we got, you know how much went to Google ads, you know how much went to retargeting. And so there's no guesswork. Like we're very transparent. We're here to work on your behalf. Here's how much money we spent. Here's where it went. Here's your average cost, bleeding all the data that you need in order to make good decisions. So hopefully this has been helpful. Hopefully you got some good insights on how to run better Google ads, what to look for in your campaigns, your landing pages, what to look for in your contractor to make sure you've got the right company managing this for you. And really making sure that you're being well taken care of to get the best outcomes, to have that knob that you can turn as you grow and as you scale. So we talked about local service ads. We talked about Google ads. I'm going to breeze through the rest of this quick. Um, but the next thing is we want to make sure we've got retargeting and automation in place. Um, type retargeting in the comments if you're familiar with what retargeting is, how it works. Uh, that is already passed, just so you know. Ultimately, what this means is somebody gets to your site, they're pixeled, and now they start to see you in banner ads on like the famous websites that they go to, the non-famous websites that they go to on Facebook. We want to retarget to get them back to the site. We know that someone that comes back to your site is twice as likely to convert into a lead. And then we want to also leverage automation, which means when a lead comes in, a phone call, a web form, a live chat, we're following up immediately through automation via phone, email, and SMS. This has a huge impact on your outcomes and the results that you generate. We know if you don't follow up in 15 minutes or less, they're going to go somewhere else. We know that if they didn't convert on the initial call, 
we need to touch them five to seven times before they convert. And we also know that your customer in today's environment would prefer to engage with you via SMS than a live phone call, right? And so these are all trends that you want to be aware of and you want to be paying close attention to. And the beauty of it is through automation, you can get this done consistently and well and, and convert significantly more of your leads into sales. So a visual on retargeting, somebody gets to the website, they get pixeled. They start to see you on their different websites that they visit. They click back to your website and they're more likely to convert. That, that's just a proven method. Um, the, the common sizes are, you know, you've got the big one along the top, the one along the side, and then you've got your social feed ads. You want to be, you want to be showing up, right? Why not show up to get them back to the site if they haven't converted and keep top of mind with your customers, right? Your lowest cost customer is going to be the one that you've already done business with. And so there's no reason not to pixel, set the length of your retargeting as wide as possible so that your customers see you again and again and again. And they're like, man, why would I go anywhere else? These guys are in my social feed. They're showing up in my inbox. They're following up with me through automation. We'll talk about that on another webinar. Um, and they're going to use you. They're going to refer you, which is what we're all after. In terms of automation, again, we're already kind of at the hour, so I don't want to go too deep on this. I have a whole training on how to increase your lead flow and your book jobs through automation. But we've got this platform called Conversion Amp. And what it does is it makes it so that when a lead comes in via web form on your website or via uh, the, the, the chat widget on your website, they immediately are going to get a phone call. It's going to call your office and say, get a lead, press one to connect now. That way we're following up in 15 minutes or less. They're going to get a text message. Hey, I saw you just filled in the form. How can I help? And they're going to be added to a long-term drip sequence that follows up with them if they haven't converted. Hey, did you get that booked? Hey, would you like some help with that? And we know for sure that if you follow up quickly, you follow up via text message and phone, and then you've got a sequence that stays top of mind, you can get three to five times better conversion from your leads into your book jobs. And that makes everything you're doing from a marketing perspective more effective. And so if you want to learn more about that, you can go to conversionamp.com. Um, you can also schedule a demo there where we'll walk you through exactly how it works and you can see exactly how this plays out in the real world. Um, hopefully that makes sense. But if you take all of this in combination, right? You set up your local service ads correctly and you optimize it. You've got lots of lead flow coming in. You set up your Google ads correctly. You've got an average cost per lead that makes sense. You have unlimited traffic. Then you set up retargeting automation. You convert more and more of the traffic and more and more of the leads into book jobs and book sales. You can absolutely grow and scale your plumbing HVAC lead flow and take things to the next level. I hope you got great value. I hope you got great insights. Um, again, if you'd like some help with this, if as you were listening, you're like, you know, Josh and his team seem like they've got a pretty good mechanism here to help me get better results online. They're doing some things a little bit differently. Uh, we'd love the opportunity to chat. Um, you can go to plumresco.net slash schedule. Um, and just so you know, when you schedule with us, it's not like, hey, you know, here's how much it costs. Like, good luck. Do you want to hire us or not? It's not a veiled sales call. Our team does some serious due diligence. We're going to pull up your website. We're going to run a ranking report. We're going to show you where you're coming up and where you're not coming up. We're going to review your current paid strategy and be able to show you, you know, where there's room for improvement, where there's holes. And we're going to spend some time aligning 
where you are right now, what your goal is over the next 12 to 24 months and see, hey, look, if we did this, this, and this differently, can we help get you to that goal faster? Can we help you grow to the next level? Um, and if we can, and if it makes a lot of sense, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about how much it costs and we can decide whether or not it's a good fit. So again, um, no pressure, no obligation. You can go to plumberseo.net slash schedule, um, or you can call us anytime, 866-610-4647. Um, thank you so much for being on here. If you have follow-up questions, feel free to post them in the comments here or post them wherever you happen to be watching this after the fact. Uh, Ann says, good stuff, lots of homework to do. Fantastic. Hopefully, hopefully really valuable information that you can sink your teeth into. Um, Anna and the rest of you, thanks for being on here. Thanks for your engagement. Uh, it's been my pleasure to walk you guys through this. Look forward to talking with you all soon. Thanks, everybody.